Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. Hi, how are you? This Hi, is... Damaris, how are you? How's it going? This is the Mindfully Integrative Podcast. And today on our Mindful Chat, we have Terrence Shenfield. He is the owner of Atticam, and it is an integrative health uh, conference for nurses and healthcare professionals. And also he is a many years respiratory therapist and many years in the medical field and a loving husband. And he can tell you many things about himself today. And I can't wait for you guys to enjoy some time with you. So thanks for coming on the show, Terrence. Well, thank you for inviting me. Of course. So um, let's um, kind of go with like a little bit of a fun fact. So tell the audience and those watching, what um, do people not know about you? If they looked you up, they wouldn't have necessarily know. Well, um, Maybe they don't know I'm an avid skier that I moved to the Pocono Mountains just to go skiing. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of good. the things. Um, another thing is I bought myself a little John boat. I'm a little outdoorsy type. So I bought myself a little John boat and I take it on the Delaware River. And I go also to uh, some local state parks. And I try to go fishing, but I strike out all the time. I'm a terrible fisherman. <laughs> terrible fisherman but i enjoy going out there and you know it's like relax just getting out there and looking at the water and just the fresh air and the trees i mean that's all i really enjoy and, and it's relaxing and you're out there in nature yeah i i definitely envy you on the being closer to the outdoor wood stuff i think eventually i'm gonna have to do that myself move more nature or near, near the okay. lake yeah um, so tell everyone a little bit about you. I mean, know how, um, kind of where you came from in this integrative health space or wellness space. Okay. Um, I mean, we know well, each other because I was on your, yeah. I worked with you, but the audience yeah. doesn't know. Well, originally, um, after college, I went, I worked on wall street. So I li- I'm from New York. Maybe you could pick up my uh, Brooklyn accent, but I'm from <laughs> New York. And after college, I started working directly in wall street and I was on wall street for about 15 years and the market crashed and I got laid off after about three rounds of layoff. And, um, regrettably I got divorced at the same time. The whole floor fell underneath my feet Mm. and, um, I had to regroup and I decided to go into the medical field based on my brother's, uh, telling me a little bit about everything. I wasn't sure to go into nursing or respiratory therapy, but I ended up going into respiratory therapy and I went to University of Medicine Dentistry of Newark, New Jersey. And during my clinical rotation at UMDNJ, the major trauma center in Newark, uh, they offered me a job even as a student. Oh, wow. So I almost had a job when I graduated, you know, they liked what I did. 
And then shortly after that, I um, worked at the job as a respiratory therapist. Um, I received every credential you could probably get. You know, I was like driven to get, you know, become an expert in my craft. And because I was a little bit older and because I had a little experience, I got it. I was advanced kind of quickly in the department. I became the education coordinator, which I maintained that position almost uh, 22 out of my 25 years of being at there. Wow. And as an educator, I really enjoy teaching. I used to teach the residents. I used to teach the nurses. I used to teach the respiratory therapists. I'm a little bit evidence-based. And I always had a love of, what would you call it, um, integrative medicine. I always practiced that. You know, when I was going through a divorce, when I said when I left Wall Street, I had insomnia mm. from, from stress. I can only so imagine. I had a very good friend of mine who taught me about Ayurvedic medicine. And, Ayurvedic. Uh, wow. Ayurvedic medicine. That's so pretty deep. I um, ended up, you know, going, learning about uh, Ayurvedic medicine and it really helped me with overcoming the stress that I was going through and it just stuck with me. So as I was closing in on my retirement, I decided to get a master's in complementary and alternative medicine. You just decided, well, I just I decided I... <laughs> because I love it and I it had nothing to do with the job. It had I know, a lot we love to it. do with just what I wanted to do, you know, and I really believe in it. You know, I believe in Western medicine Yes. It has its value, but I also believe I strongly believe in self-care. Right. And, and you know, maintaining that's why it's integrative. <laughs> oh, yeah. Integrative medicine. It's just like, very natural. So um, at that time, I already originally, because I was an education coordinator, I created a company called A&T Respiratory Lectures to offer continuous education for respiratory therapists. And I did right. that almost like 12 years ago. Okay. And then after having that business for about two years and getting my goal to be a get my master's in complementary and alternative medicine, I created another company, Atticam. So this is a company which is um, www.atticam.com. And this company, I am also a nurse provider through the Pennsylvania State Nursing Association. And I've worked with Damaris for for years we've yeah, done we've many joint programs all all across the world we did it throughout new jersey <laughs> pennsylvania we also have done uh, national retreats we did <laughs> retreats uh, down beautiful beaches yeah, in jamaica yeah. and uh yeah, and, and we're going to continue doing that but um basically most of the things i do with atacam i try to bring a little bit of traditional medicine with a mixture of integrative medicine. Yeah. So I give you both sides of the coin and I love what I do. I know. That's a little bit um, what I do. I and, you, and you've helped so many people in the traditional and the integrative health space in what you've done. And I feel like you have a, isn't it like over 10,000 people, you know, on oh, your list? Yeah. Of- I, I know a lot of people. And very importantly is the people I meet like you. I've met so many like wonderful people who are so knowledgeable and so passionate about what they do in every form 
of um, integrative medicine. I've known people who are experts in aromatherapy, right. mindfulness, like yourself. I know people who are on herbal medicine. Right. Um, um, the medical and, marijuana space. The med- medical marijuana. I've known many physicians who um, are, the, they actually write prescriptions for medical marijuana. So I've really got to meet so many people. And if they're sitting in lectures and listening to people speak, your knowledge base really grows. I'm just in a good place with people who are very knowledgeable and passionate about what they do. I, I, I love, I love that. I love the amount of people that you've met and, you know, and we're, you know, we're hoping that down the road, we'll talk later, but hopefully have an event with this, with all these different speakers. I am due after this COVID pandemic, I am due for a beach. Oh yeah. White sand, nice water, you know, Uh. Uh, sitting under a, a nice coconut tree. So what do you think of Damaris? Is this oh, definitely need a retreat. You know, I don't know how far, maybe even like, uh, well, maybe something simple in the beginning after this, but definitely <laughs> something relaxing. I need, need something. Let me tell you, I, my, it's my 40th birthday this coming week. And, uh, I was supposed to be in Hawaii. It didn't happen. <laughs> okay. Well, you got time. I got time, but that's all right. Um, so in from all of us, I mean, you did kind of touch base on a little of your struggle from getting into this space. Like what, who inspired you? Was it just that because of your struggle with your divorce? I think or? my integrative medicine all stemmed from my funny, a divorce, like a trauma, a traumatizing time in my life when I realized that my way of dealing with stress is through insomnia, which is right. Sorry. Okay. So um, in other words, stress with me comes out in the form of insomnia. Right. Right. And that struggle. And when I was at work and I could, and I, I was not sleeping, people were looking at me and saying, what's wrong with you, Terry? You're not the same. And it's because, mm. you know, sleep is very, very important and it just diminishes your cognitive ability. And after going to a doctor and then prescribing Ambien, and Ambien didn't oh. work. And I felt like when I came, when I used Ambien and came to work, they, they thought I was on drugs because I looked glazed over. Oh, no. So that is when, when a very good friend of mine, Jay Patel, suggested I ever try Ayurvedic medicine. And that's when I was introduced to Ayurvedic medicine. And I met this wonderful physician, Dr. Scott Gearson from, he had an office in Greenwich Village, New York City, and I had my first appointment. He was both an MD, a medical doctor, as well as an Ayurvedic physician, and he spent about two and a half hours with me just trying to uncover what's going on in my life. I've never had anyone sit down with me, discuss what was going on with me. He wanted to know what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, what kind of exercise I'm doing, what's my sleep patterns. He looked at everything, and he looked at me holistically and came up with a plan and it was phenomenal. It really worked. It stuck with me even up to this day. And this is many, many years ago, but that was the trigger for me to go down the path of self-care. And it can be very simple, simple little things, what you eat, you know, what you think. The fact that you're out in nature, you know, you have a motorcycle. I know that. And you go out and you're, you know, you're going to go stroll on that out in the I, I know how to sort of tune into nature. 
And I think that's really great coming from you because I've known you for a number of years now. And, and, um, we are similar in the sense we both kind of are active, kind of more, more energetic people. And the fact that you're able to tune in and reset yourself, I think that says a lot of your character and you're also a wonderful person and you're happily married to your wonderful wife, Anna. Mm. And, um, I just feel like you guys really are enjoying life and you're using integrative health or the medicine, like your self-care to be better, you know? Um, oh, yeah. and, uh, I, I noticed that you've just done, you know, you've done a lot of things and now you're even taking it to the point where your company is both your companies are educating people in traditional and integrative space. And I think there's so much that you're doing for individuals and you, you just finished a webinar yesterday that was on COVID, right? Yep, we did a five-hour webinar on COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, my particular topic was vaccination, herd immunity, and treatment mm-hmm. options. Wow. And then you also were doing, and then just even this morning we were talking, you had said you had done a lecture on uh, diabetes, but you also yeah, I was a in, health I've, component. I was invited by the Diabetes Association uh, to do a webinar this morning that talked about the use of medical marijuana and diabetes. And I was you know, I know about medical marijuana, but I've never really tied into diabetes portion. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It's like my brother is a diabetic, right? And my brother has neuropathy. My brother is an amputee. My brother is a kidney transplant. And I was just shocked at the benefits of cannabis with diabetes. Would you like to share like just one, one moment, like one element of that? Like, you don't have to go into it. Yeah. I mean, we all... Well, put it this way, you know, one of the risk factors for diabetes is obesity. Right. And this country is an obese, you know, we're getting worse. Yep. Diabetes. And they did some longitudinal studies where they actually looked at over 18,000 people. And they also did other studies where they looked at people who use cannabis on a regular basis. And you would think, and the funny part about cannabis use, it does stimulate your appetite. So they are, they are consuming more calories, but as a result of consuming more calories, their glucose metabolism is improved by the endocannabinoid system and they have a weight loss. In other words, they typically have lower fasting insulin, lower fasting blood sugars, and actually smaller circumference of waist size. So they think that even though you consume more calories, it's how you metabolize those calories is different because of the activation of the endocannabinoid system and the CB1, CB2 receptors. Can you imagine even on top of that, if you took that to a step further and actually taught someone about their nutrition? So they may be eating more, but then you tell them about their nutrition and a nutritional what you should eat. And then you tell them even a step further exercise, like you put like movement life's, you know, you put those three, two other steps in there. And I think we're, we're going to talk about that at some point where we were talking about where oh, I, I thought it was okay. together a, a webinar on this topic. I um, think it's so timely, the fact of diabetes in America, obesity in America 100%. and things. I mean, if anything hits home, it's a talk about this and I'd love to work with you on this. Yeah, no. And I mean, like sugar in itself is a drug and we never talk about that enough. Like, um, and that's, it, it's cause it tastes good. You know, it's just as bad they say as Coke cocaine in the brain mm. and it, and it triggers that similar, um, that sig- similar, like, um, energetic. And like, if you look into the, um, 
the brain patterns, it's very similar to the addiction and, and it's cause it's good, you know, cakes are good and sugars are, mm. and, and you get addicted to it and it does t- and you have a withdrawal just like any other drug. And, um, I think that, you know, cannabis is one aspect that where it helps, uh, decrease that and, and diet. Well, you and, know, and we exercise. also want, we don't want people to walk around like stone. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, exactly. But they're doing a right. lot of research. They're doing a lot of research right. of the blockade of the CB1 receptor and, you know, big pharmaceutical companies want to get in on this. Yeah, it's not about being, it's not about being taking drugs. Like we're not, we're, you and I are evidence-based people. We're, we're trying to be advocates for healthier, healthier. It surprised a lot of one, a lot of people at this webinar, they had so many questions. They had to cut them off because they would hit me up with so many questions. At the end, there was like 10 minutes of Q and A and they were just like, I couldn't get to them all. So oh my I, gosh! See, so that think, means there there's a need. I think I I think I made a good impression on them. That's excellent. Oh my god! I can't wait to have you on and talk more about this and us do our webinar. Is there um things that are coming up in the the next couple months that you want to share with us? Um, well, uh, yeah, I am. I'm actually, you know, typically I do live webinars on my website with my www.atecam.com. Little plug, and I'll, no, but, I'm def- uh, no little plug. I'm going to put your all your information in the show notes so everybody. And can uh, get we it. have, um, I typically once every three weeks do a live webinar, and I cover a host of topics. I'm actually doing something on, you know, like I said, sometimes I do integrative medicine, sometimes I do um, traditional, um, traditional, acute care. and I'm doing a little. I'm doing actually something come up in about three weeks on. Neonatal, neonatal pediatric care. Another, oh, you are. I, that was my area. NICU, what is, what you... We're talking about like uh, how to manage a patient in the NICU, and we're gonna. It's more critical care medicine. Oh, I love it. And I have I an excellent uh, neonatologist joining me from California. Wow, that's a wonderful. A good friend of mine, Dr. Elmer David, is going to be speaking. He's a uh, chief neonatologist in San Francisco, and he's going to be joining me and uh, myself and my partner. And we're going to be doing a little lecture on that. And we all we have a bunch of things we do, you know. Yeah, so. no, I I can't wait for people to meet you and sign up and you know and get more about. And then maybe down the road we'll probably be doing another conference and a retreat. Uh-huh. So. I think uh, that'll be fun. Um, is there a little um, tidbit or um, mindful way that you kind of want to tell the audience that you do on a daily to get yourself kind of reset or something um, that you recommend? I always find time to be alone. You know, I love sometimes I just, you know, I go into my, you know, where you have a little mindfulness, where you practice it can be anywhere. Yeah. But I um, typically will just sit back, take some deep breaths, clear my mind, and it, re- re- it recharges me. Yeah. So um, I enjoy that. You know, I don't, uh, I sort of sometimes, you know, I'm very busy at times. Yeah. And I'm on the, my computer and I'm researching this and that. And then sometimes I just want to relax. And I found I can do that very well. it's important though because like right after this you know you got to go reset and recharge i mean i think we don't we get guilty for doing that you know and we don't always give ourselves that time and and you're saying it's okay sometimes oh it's very important how to 
to do that. And I've developed, and I, I pray every day. That's another form of mindfulness. You know, you say some prayers and be thankful for all the good things that come your way and the people in your life, you know, I'm yeah. thankful for that, you know, and uh, that's my, my way of uh, giving back. I know you have a lot of things that you give back to and people. So I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to spend some time with the audience and be on our show today. Thanks for um, coming on. And I can't wait for others to know and learn more about you. Well, thank you for inviting me. Of course, anytime. So thanks, uh, audience, and, and joining the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And look forward to seeing you guys again and hope that each and every day you find a mindful way. Have a good day and namaste. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G., reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.